Edgar, Edgar, Edgar. Dale el lumbre, homie. Give a fire, eh? The number one live show in the world, West Coast Potluck Podcast. Coming to you from Big Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up. Let's go! Fuck! It's Tuesday night. You know what that fucking means. I do. After a long-ass weekend. I know what that means. Woo! That was a long weekend. But it was a fun weekend. Oh, hell yeah. I will tell you, I don't normally go out of town, and I went out right before the weekend happened to go see my my Marco Antonio Solis, my Jesus Christ in my world. I went to go see Morrissey out in Vegas, and I'm let, let me tell you one thing. It was late. I will tell I you that... I never understood that shit. Dude, that Morrissey's, Morrissey's the worst. Shit. Yeah. Morrissey's the worst! I've never got... The worst! The thing where these, like, like Latinos, you Latinos out there, all you Mexicans, whatever you Hard want. motherfuckers, too. Hard motherfuckers. I, yeah, my it's, boy also. It's because he wrote the theme song, The Charmed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, boy, my, my big boy also, when he used to be, like, almost 400 pounds, big, big-ass dude, crying, crying. Ryan from Morrissey. Like, I don't get it, dog. You know what? And obviously with this podcast and being friends with Steve and getting to know all your people, I now learned this year when also was when the last conversation we had with him, he was a fucking hater who cut me off before I got to meet Morrissey at K-Rock. <laughs> so good. fuck you also for being a fucking... Literally, dude, there was a stupid bitch in front of me in fucking tears making a scene like right before and then he cut her off and then like I was right behind that bitch. I'm like, no. Good, good looking out, Mark. Hell yeah. Good looking out, man. Can't be real, so bro. Every time, real, every time I hear a, story, hear a story about Oso, I get reminded why I like that fool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Because he's yeah. an asshole. He's out there putting it work. It's fresh. Because it, it happened to you. If it happened to anyone else, it'd be like, ah, that sucks. It's still funny. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know what was whack too? That meme you saw. I mean, we all saw it. Like, you broke people or you like unemployed better not be celebrating Labor Day. Sure. Come on, dog. Yeah. You just mad because you got to go to work, yeah. fool. You know what I'm saying? Wait, who said that? No, nah, it was, was just like a, a meme. You know, all oh. around the, the interwebs. Yeah, they're like, oh, hey, you better not be celebrating. What are you going to do, dog? You coming? I gotta kind of say, like, what you gonna do? You gonna come over? One, are you are you checking my my job status? Are you checking yeah. my my my, my, um, my employment status? You checking it out? And number two, you you ready to you ready to die over this? Yeah. <laughs> hey, number number one, that shit ended. Right? Yeah, exactly. It just ended. It's, so it's over, man. So yeah, you all about to do work. The open mic scene for the last couple weeks. You just you just see all these fools with sadness in their eyes up there, like fucking. Oh, Except to get a job. Oh man, there's a there's a girl, the Nikki Bond. She's fucking hilarious, but she was talking about that people accuse her of like uh, being a trust fund kid, and she was like, trust fund. She was like, man, my e my EDD is my only trust fund. And they, just, <laughs> yeah. they just took that shit away. You know? Done. It's like, yeah, time for you to get a job. Uh, Start waitressing. Was, all of them were like, that's all. Every most of the people I know are they're all ex servers, yeah. and none of them want to go back to fucking waiting tables. They go back to no, they can go to OnlyFans. Isn't, isn't that the popular I'm thing now? About dudes too, and you know chicks that maybe you know they don't have it. Yeah. They don't have the personality for OnlyFans. Not even that they don't have the body for it. You really? gotta have you gotta have personality for that. Shit. Yeah, definitely. At least they make good money. Yes. Look at. Well, first let's, I, let's, I, let's, look, let's, I, I'm just. 
I would like to say, we're getting there. I'll tell you why we have him in a second. <laughs> but this, for anybody that doesn't, I would not even, this is not an apology, but this is, this will serve as a warning. We're about to get deep. How yeah. deep, Johnny? How deep? We're about to get fucking deep into wrestling. Ooh. And not and not WWE wrestling either. So even if you're like, oh, I know about wrestling. I know John Cena and The Rock. Nah, 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 nah. We're digging deeper before. We're going to go into a time machine. I'm going to take you there back to like 06, 07, 08 real fast to tell you the beginning about all this stuff. Like We are about to get fucking deep for an hour plus, and it's going to be wrestling. And I'm not even fucking apologizing because here's the thing. Here's what I need you to fucking get know. It, Johnny. Fucking get it. You fucking tell them, Johnny. When's, when's the last <laughs> time I talked about something that wasn't cool? Never. Never. Right. Never. <laughs> Never and accept this too. What I this that we are talking about in like a year from now, you'll be like, Holy shit, this asshole was talking about this fucking two years ago, three years ago. Like, and you know what? And that's a great way we can actually talk about how wrestling wasn't cool for a long time. It's still not cool, but it's coming. It's coming. You know what? So I think it is, but it's a perfect segue to introduce our fucking guests. And they're only other way to get into what we're about to talk to is by having the return of New Jersey's best, very own, from the Dungeon Podcast and FamCast Media Group, the one and only motherfucking D Rotten. What's up, D? Yo, I love how you said the fucking best, because that's right, I am the fucking best to come out of fucking New Jeru, bro. It ain't fucking New better knowing. That's New right. Yeah. <laughs> New Jeru, kid. That's what we call New Jeru. That's New Jeru over here. <laughs> uh, sir, thank you for taking the time out of New Jersey, because you're in the future right now. It's like a thousand hours in the future, so uh, we, we want to thank you. It's like, what, midnight, one, two, five in the morning over there? Whatever yeah. the fuck it is in Jersey. He's, he's I got some, some bad of... news for your fans, though, bro. Uh-oh, what happened? I got a job, dude. Uh, what? That shit happens, Fucked man. It happens to the best of us. Wait, <laughs> wait, you, wait. I didn't realize you weren't working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a long time. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations on getting a job. I mean, I, I was like, uh, what was it? I, like I told Zach Rabbit Lopez, I was sucking on the government's tit, bro, for like yeah. a year and a half. And we, you know, yeah. a lot of people were, man. Yeah, shit. It is what it is. You put into that teat, might as well right. just suck on exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. True. That's what motherfuckers don't understand, bro. They take that shit out of your check every fucking week. Bro. Hell yeah. I mean, you paid for yourself. Like, if you if you had a legitimate fucking W two, not okay. Let me take that back. If you had a W two job, not to say the jobs that don't have W twos aren't fucking real jobs, but if you had a W two job, hell yeah, you're fucking. They're, you are paying into that shit so sure. that. You know, I've yeah. been I've been laid off. I mean, this fucking whatever just happened. You know, I got I got taken care of through my job. So fuck it, I paid myself back. Plus, after. I steal. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna steal from the government. I steal. That's what I do. Too. I yeah. fucking steal. And Johnny steals like, fucking Amazon. So yeah, you like, know he's yeah. gonna steal from everything. He steals chocolate bottles, bro. Dude, I fucking steal. I, I fucking steal. Homie, he's steal chocolate bottles. Like, get out of here. You think you're oh, you're stealing? Good. I hope it is stealing. You know what, dude? I've been I've been looking for chocolate bottles just to bring one in for Johnny. I haven't found them. They're out there. They're yeah, out there. I know. You, know, you stole them all. Yeah, you stole them all. They've had time to restock. That shit was fucking you know forty years ago. I don't know. There's no truck drivers, dude. They don't want to fucking. They don't want you know. They don't want to work either. Shit. All right. So here's here's. Here's what happened this past Sunday. There's a company called AEW, All Elite Wrestling. They held their biggest pay-per-view of the year. 
It is, what was it, All Out? Is that what it was? All, All Out. Out? Yep. Tap it on Sunday. Yep. Which, I already knew it was going to, I mean, it was already going to be the in-ring return of CM Punk. Like, already, that was already going to happen, which is already going to be awesome. Yeah. And then, these motherfuckers signed Adam Cole and Brian Danielson, who are, right? Okay, so this is here, let's get in the time machine. Oh, hold on. Oh, you forget one more, too. At what? Ru- Ru- oh, Ruby Ru- Soho. Ruby Absolutely. Soho. Who, which is all, it's all, so she's called, we'll just skip right to this. So she, this is, because Steve don't know this shit. So this is a chick who was in WWE named Ruby Riot, And before that, she was named Heidi Loveless. Um, punk rock chick, super heavily tattooed, like, yeah. super punk rock chick. Um, gets released from WWE goes on a podcast, a wrestling podcast called the Wrestling Perspective Podcast that all, that is hosted by Lars Fredrickson, fr- fr- Lars Fredrickson along with some other people, but Lars is on there. And so they're trying to think of what, what her name should be like when she goes out in wrestling because WWE owns Ruby Riot. So there's like, you can't be Ruby Riot. what should your name be? And Lars was like, you know, you could use Ruby Soho. And she was like, I didn't want to fuck it. Cause she's I didn't want to ask. Because she's a super mark for Ranson. Like, yeah. she fucking loves Ranson. She was like, I wasn't going to ask. Yeah. And he was like, one, of course you can use the name Ruby Soho. Two, you can use the music. Like, so. Yeah. And she was like, fuck. And, there, and he was like, 100%. I did see like, the video of her coming out. You know, and so. And she's been making, like, these videos of, like, uh, what's again. Like, who she. What, like, uh, Destination Unknown is what it's all been called. Like. Where's she gonna go? Who's well, she gonna be? You know, they, they all been doing like like Malachi Black been making videos. Fucking that shit was uh, dope uh, Murphy's too. making Murphy. Well, Murphy went to T R T N L T N A, but he and, was making fucking videos. And Mox did it too before he went yeah, to AEW. Yeah, Mox yeah. made wait, a bunch wait, of videos. But Murphy went to Impact. <laughs> yeah, him, him yeah. and um, him and uh, Strowman. Oh, uh, I don't think that Strowman stuff was happened for sure. But well, Strowman's doing there's uh, he's doing something with EC3, but I don't think that's I don't heard I didn't haven't heard about that. So regardless, so nah, then I should have got so high then, for this show. Yeah, so then Ruby Soho, <laughs> so then Ruby Soho comes and it's fucking awesome. She comes out, she does a thing, it's fucking she's all she's fucking yeah, punk she rock, she's punk rock, rock yeah, as yeah, fuck, yeah. you know what I mean? And like nineties punk. The whole though, place went bonkers. Even, even though she's fucking young, she's like a fucking nineties punk rock chick. So Ruby comes. So, well, let's, let's, let's go to the time machine. So, 06, 05, 06, 07, somewhere in there, there's independent wrestling. Is be, WWE owns WWE is the only real wrestling company that's going on in the United yeah. States. But independent wrestling is like bubbling, like so hot. There's like Christopher Daniels and Chris Hero and all these dudes, the, the fucking, the, the dudes who, the, the, the base of independent wrestling. And then there's two dudes, CM Punk and the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, who become such big stars in independent wrestling that they're bigger than independent. Like, like independent wrestling is too small for them right now. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. just... And Brian Danielson's a technician. This motherfucker is like a maestro, an artist in the fucking ring. And CM Punk's like a punk rock dude. Like, he's super sloppy in the ring and fucking... like all, But... He tells it's stories. Like Mozart and Beethoven. Yeah, and so it just becomes. Duh, like Brian Danielson was the best wrestler in the world for fucking years before he was in WWE. Then they go to WWE, and they're there, and Brian Danielson. Uh, this is fucking complicated. So CM Punk's a dick. Like he's the, this fool's an angry, aggressive, straight edge punk rock dude who starts working for this company and is like. Fuck you and fuck you and what we do it like that, fuck that and fucking like won't keep his mouth shut, like won't just accept what's going on, you know? Yeah. And even though crowds fucking love him, 
The people fucking love him. This company fucking hates him. Like, they're like, fuck this dude. And they don't like Brian Danielson either. Because Brian Danielson's like this little, they make change his name to Daniel Bryan. They make him, they give him a stupid name. They give him a stupid song. The Flight of the Valkyries. Is his fucking entrance song? Like, are you fucking kidding me? So, but long story short, their efforts, the, 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 them becoming so big in independent wrestling and making a living for themselves doing independent wrestling laid the scene for like their children, like for the people that came behind them to be able to make a living doing independent wrestling. Long path leads to those people starting this company, AEW. This is independent wrestling. This, this is like fat records this is like this is like the the biggest this, this is the way it's the way roh should be right this is oh, this is ring of honor with money this is like independent wrestling owned by a billionaire like someone who loves wrestling but it's also serious fucking money so for these two dudes the pillars of independent wrestling in the early 2000s to come to this company as elder statesmen and being like yo we're they're older than kevin kevin nash and scott hall were when they went to WCW, you know what I mean? Oh, like, wow. like exactly. They're, Damn, they're, John is coming with fucking yeah. facts. There is and, hey, and well, he didn't have to prepare. I, I also he already read knew that CM Punk almost went back to WWE. I mean, I mean, there's there, there, there was I that think, story. I don't. I, he might have used them to get more money, but there's. I don't think there's any way he was going. He hates him and him. Because I read that afterwards. You know, I know he had already announced, but then there was a thing that came out that he was. Him, yeah, him and Triple I'm, H like don't like each other in real life. I mean, like, they fired him on his fucking wedding day, bro. They still sent him his release papers on his wedding day. Sent it to his wedding. Hey, you're fired. And then I also heard that WWE's getting sold to, like, Disney. Uh, there's talk they, about they're that. About, I mean, that's the, people say that that's why they're cutting all this, they're cutting all this salary oh, yeah, yeah. to look, to make the books look better and sell it, you know? Right. Uh, these are carnies. <laughs> these are fucking carnies. Like, Vince McMahon's a fucking carny. Like, oh, yeah. no, like, of course he's got some kind of hustle going on. So, but Brian Danielson and CF, the return of the Pillars of Independent Wrestling come back and it happened on Sunday and it happened... So if you're going to get outside eyes on you, where you're going to have like people that aren't that won't normally watch your product, that are going to maybe look, check this one out because of CM Punk, because of Brian Danielson, yeah. because of this shit, you have to like hit it out of the park. Like you have to crush it when all those eyes are on you. And motherfucker, these dudes crushed it. That pay per view from the time it started till till the end was fucking spectacular. And it's like I am so pumped for wrestling right now. Like it is. The best time for fucking wrestling now, ever. There's there's one thing though that a lot of the a lot of the people I know that were watching it, they were just like the only thing they the only gripe they had with it was and and I'm and I told them I was like you got spoiled by the E for nine ninety nine because now y'all sure, gotta go back bucks, and pay man. fifty something sure, dollars. Fifty bucks. It was that that. But they're asking for fifty bucks four times a year. You know what I mean? They're they're not yep. having they're not having a pay per view every month. You know, like it's quarterly. It works out to a little bit more than what the what the network was, but still. And to be honest with you, I mean, pay per views, they build the card, they fucking sold it. They sold it. it that's was worth that's the job. Every penny. And I was upset I didn't get to watch it. I was uh, working. You've not seen it. I no. I know. Did you watch it? I watched. Uh, I watched the highlights, but I mean, yeah, I basically I'm, got. I'm the, I'm the only motherfucker who supported this goddamn company and getting this pay per view. 
Oh, okay. We love it, though. Oh, yeah, but that, I, that, I, I forget. That's true. This motherfucker Mario got one million toys. I'm sorry, figurines. I've figurines. bought zero action figures, I've, so I can't really say You're $60. That. <laughs> <laughs> Peasant. This shitting on me money-wise for sure. I spent way more money to support this company. Hey, man, I went on I a have. cruise to go steal. The, you know what? You'll be proud. I went to the Bahamas and I stole this fucking ring Let's apron. Bring it back or uh, the fucking... Uh, let me... Stole, yeah. stole that from Chris Jericho's fucking boat. Official AEW. Hey, a lot of people were upset that Chris Jericho won. Um, I thought it would be more interesting if he lost, too. But not because I don't want him to wrestle. I mean, the, look, you you have to retire. Yeah. This is something that has happened in wrestling one million times, and you yeah. can always come back. Like, yeah. there's no exactly. so him losing. I thought would have been cooler. I thought he was like gonna go. Yeah, I really thought something. it was when I heard that. I thought he was gonna put MJF over. But I mean, it's fine. It's cool. But I wouldn't have minded if it, I wouldn't. I heard that it hurts else. MJF now. Losing Man, this, the, the, he's too good. This motherfucker. The, there's nothing they can do to him. He's untouched. Like this was. Oh, he's tw- like 25 years old, and he's already. He's untouchable. They can make him lose every week for the next two years, and then the next day he'd be like, "I'm good again." And everybody, like, MJF. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, look at look at Darby, bro. Fucking punk beat Darby, bro. And Darby still looks great. Yeah, I, I thought Darby you know? might win too, actually. But like, and that match, so. This whole thing, AEW is no is like known for flippy shit. Like they do the flippy shit, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. which isn't really my gig most of the time. They do flippy shit, and they do like Japanese style. Like it looks like like Jesus Christ, these dudes are beating the fuck out of each yeah. other. It's most of the kind of matches that they do. And CM Punk and Darby Allen come out and wrestle like an eighty style Bret Hart match. Like it Ooh, was really. It, it went it went like sixteen minutes, and for like the first ten minutes. It was like slow, and there's like an abduct, like it. And but it was good slow. It was good. Look it, it was fucking good, and like it was a, like, like such a slow dance with like your a, up, bro. like such a change of pace from like the rest of the fucking from the rest of the card. Yeah, and to have the balls to be like, no, nah, we're gonna go wrestle a Bret Hart match right now because they on the internet it showed where they took specific spots out of this. Oh, match. really? Yeah, out of this match between Bret Hart and. Uh, Sean Walton, X Pac, but when he was the one, two, okay, three, yeah, when he was the one, two, three kid. So they showed like five different things that they took specific, like exactly out of the match, and I was like, yeah, you because when I was watching it, I was like, I can't believe this fool has the nuts. Isn't so, Punk a isn't Punk a fucking hitman Mark? He's a super hitman Mark, but it's like yeah. to go out there on this card in this company, I'd be like, fuck it, we're, I'm gonna wrestle a Bret Hart match right now. Like, was fuck. See, like, you guys are way more hardcore. I didn't even know that, but it makes sense because I, when uh, I did see Punk come out recently, he had, a, he had a he had a, yeah, a, yeah. a Hitman shirt on. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, he loves Bret Hart. Yeah, and and the, the, and CM Punk when he was, so you know when football teams draft a quarterback, like when the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre was the fucking starter, and Brett Favre don't want to have nothing to do with trying to make this dude better. You know, he's like, fuck this fool. Like, I'm the fucking quarterback. I don't want to make a young dude better. There's a lot of wrestlers that feel the same way. Yeah. If you're an older guy, they don't want to help the younger guys. Like, fuck the Like, I'm, I'm worried about my spot. I'm not worried about helping these fucking retards. CM Punk, when he was younger, he had a lot of older dudes that went out of their way to help him. Terry Funk, Harley Race, Eddie Guerrero are all dudes that went out of their way to, that, that he lo- went looking for knowledge and they fucking gave it freely and were like, let me let me help you. And he sees that now as it's his turn to come back yeah. as an older dude and to help. Because they, they got a, oh, most of those, a lot of their roster is so fucking young. Did it's he like, win? He did win. 
Of course he wouldn't. I mean, okay. you know, he, it was in Chicago. Like he's not. He in Chicago, it's, man. it's Chicago in front of his. He's from Chicago. Like there's not. This fool is. Like a demigod in Chicago, like you know, it's, I, 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 I'm gonna get shit on for saying this, but he is the Michael Jordan of wrestling in Chicago. It's, it's that's that's a super fair comparison. Like like these and you see like wrestling towns, and it's like you're like who the fuck knows this dude? Everybody knows, it. and it's like I don't even. <laughs> and it's because he started out there wrestling. It's like there's still low, like it's so. And I think it's hard for people in LA to get that there's still like. I mean, it's not like local music experience like having a local scene yeah this fool was famous in chicago locally and then got more and more famous but was always by the time anybody else found out about it he was already fucking super famous in chicago yeah he already had his home base this fool they fucking lose the social media of chicago yeah yeah exactly 100 percent. so this i mean because now i mean cm punk is what it stands for what it really means is chick magnet punk but what he says is what it means is Chicago made punk, but that's not, you know. That's not what it started. Bro. It goes both ways. No, he went, when it first started, he was in it when it was like, he used to run a backyard federation in his backyard, and uh, there was a dude named Chick Magnet Venom, CM Venom, and they started a tag team, and he was CM Punk, like Chick Magnet Punk, and he was Chick Magnet. Bah. Speaking of tag teams, uh, they have a Mexican tag team that now, are Ray they... Phoenix might be the best wrestler on earth. Whoa, whoa, by whoa, the whoa, way, hold on, hold on. Hold. Do they? Do they? Are they? Do they have a name like the British Bulldogs? The, or the, 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 the Lucha, Lucha Bros. Bros. The Lucha Bros. The Lucha okay. Bros. Yeah. So it's Penta, Penta and Cerro Miedo. So, and the reason he's called that Penta Zero Fear is because he can't use the name Pentagon. So the Pentagon is. <laughs> so Pentagon is a character like. Like many, like a lot of lucha characters, it gets passed to different dudes. Where it hasn't just been one dude the yeah, whole time; yeah. it's been different guys. So, he, so there's a Pentagon, and then there's a bunch of different Pentagon Juniors. But they kept getting hurt, or fucking bad shit kept happening to him. And then there was people thought that this character was cursed; that the Pen, the, the Pentagon character was cursed. Yeah. So that's why he says he's Penta Zero Fear because he don't give a fuck. Like this shit, like it's cursed. Come get me. Like, yeah. I'm right here. So that's what. So that's him, and then his little brother is Ray Phoenix, and these dudes. I, I mean, I saw the I first started saw them on Lucha Underground and at PCW is where I started seeing them. Same, front. and they were already stars. Where people, I was like, why the fuck is everybody cheering for these guys? Like, who the fuck is this? You know? Yeah. And then you see one match with these dudes, and it's like holy shit! And they're doing. Something completely different. Like it's it's different. What they're doing is different. It's a completely different style of thing. So, but even so, their match was the best match in that. Them and the Young Bucks was easily the best match. But their entrance, these fools came out in Aztec, like some fucking headdresses, like tall ass fucking headdresses, looking, and they had some fucking. I don't know who. Do you know who the rapper guy is? This fucking Mexican rapper guy. I don't know who he is. But it's like we were talking about, and, and, and like a cholo rapper. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly that. But they did the big fucking entrance with it, and it was, and then they won the belts. It was bad as fuck. We talked earlier about how Punk was famous in his home area. Sure. And I will say that I had grew out of wrestling a long time ago. Wasn't into it. I was always into it because of my dad. Got out of it. My dad got sick. Started taking him because I wanted to spend some more yeah. time. And between that working with Steve and working with the independent Lucha guys in this scene, I started going to independent shows, started working with the Luchas. I do all the Michelada, uh, the Michelada Lucha Rumble posters and stuff like that. So I've gotten to know a lot of these wrestlers. So to see Penta, Ray, 
two Mexicans from Mexico. Mexicans, not like Mexican Americans either. These fools are Mexicanos. Mexicanos, yes. To see them, and I got to see some stuff with Ray, like uh, you know, some little interviews prior and where they came from. Obviously, dirt shit, nothing, and started fucking doing lucha so they can fucking eat and feed their family at home. To see them, PCW, and watch him lose his belt to Swerve, which is now on NXT, sure. was like holy fuck. Now, like, Steve told me that he used to see John Cena when he used to be the prototype. Like, right, bro, oh, yeah. you right. saw the little Ben play at the shitty bar, and now you're looking at whoever it is in your world is fucking big. Either fucking Morrissey for me or Marco Tony Solis <laughs> or Metallica <laughs> or whoever the fuck Jesus to that Christ. level. Um, it's, in, it's, it's, it's exciting. And then we talk about, like, AEW once again with the, all this the indie stuff to see them help build it. To, talk, to hear all these podcasters and people talk so highly of these two. Sure. Fucking insane. I got to meet those dudes a handful of times. I got to see them before they entered at Bar Wrestling, uh, PCW. Like, fuck, man. And now to see them on such big, amazing, amazing stages and giving WWE a run for their fucking money. And just for doing what it is that they do, their, their way. They're, they're the, exactly. They're they don't have to try to be WWE. The e, the e would have fucking the e would have ruined them, bro. It, I mean, they have no idea what to do with. They would have been the fifth guys for Lucha House Party. Sure, they, have, yeah. they, they would have tried to make <laughs> Penta fucking speak English or fucking had like something. What they, they, this was just, and they let him. You know, you know how Suicida was like at the fucking like. Uh, he leans like the shit, the Mexican wrestling shit. Like he's a fucking Mexican wrestler. Like he leans into all that fucking Mexican wrestling. Shit. Oh, we know who this is. Hold we on, know who this fool is. Yeah, exactly. I, I know if you know that I know too. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> caller. You're on the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Is that D? That is yeah. D. Oh, it's like Reverend Lopez. <laughs> D's nuts. Uh, <laughs> so even that, D's nuts. What? But yes, yes. So good segue, by the way. And by the way, this is Zach Rabbit Lopez. Yeah. So uh, with the mirror, you know who it is Miro, who's like this fucking dude who came from WWE. He was fighting Eddie Kingston, and Eddie Kingston's like this fucking Puerto Rican dude from New York who's just like that. And it, that whatever you're thinking, yep. You know what I mean? Like yeah. exactly. And so. Uh, Miro's been calling himself the Redeemer, God's favorite champion. He's fucking like, that's what he can see. He takes it very seriously. Fucking, he's redeeming people. And fucking Eddie Kingston told him, redeem these nuts. <laughs> and then they re- and then they put out a t-shirt that said, redeem these nuts, Eddie <laughs> Kingston. <laughs> you know, like, it was beautiful. As soon as that yeah, happened, I, I thought about Zach Rabbit Lopez that's immediately. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What up, Zach? Thank you for calling the show. Are you a wrestling fan at all? Um, honestly, like I wasn't. No, uh, hit it. Yeah, no. hey, no, we're talking about wrestling right now. <laughs> the Attitude Era was where I was like really going hard, and then like you know I stepped away for a cool minute. But after filming with uh, Mario down in San Diego for a bit, there was a you know a deeper appreciation after all that, seeing how it's done and how you know. It's not what everyone really thinks it is. You know oh, what I mean? Right. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, so I, I got into work with other promotions doing production, live video streaming, 
and let me tell you, I, I had I had an incredible opportunity, which I'm even grateful for getting. But there's a, a GCW is doing a, a pay per view with my boys from San Diego. So shout out to Fist Combat. Dirty Ron is taking on Nick Gage for the when second fucking time. The 18th, Damn. 18th of September. Yeah, we're at. Uh, it's it's gonna be live in San Diego. And you'll drive to San Diego. No, By the way, that's st- that card is fucking stacked. But it's fucking <laughs> and, 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 and look, I'm not gonna drive to San Diego, but I'll take a ride to San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> or someone's going. Hey, hey, we can we can get drunk on the fucking train. Right. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's All a... of a sudden <laughs> Jack Rabbit Lopez loves wrestling. You can even handle that fucking chip, bro, on your fourth hundred show. Damn. Hey, 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 I handled it. Nah, I that wasn't. Like a bitch. I may have cried, but I didn't drink. That's true. That's true. All right. Yeah, you get it. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, so San Diego the 18th. Uh, you can watch it uh, on YouTube for free on Game Changer Wrestling, but they have Game Changer versus Fist Combat. So, I've gotten to film before, and I got into to film a Nick Gage wrestling match with Slice Boogie, which is now doing stuff with NWA. Yeah. And that's the cool thing. Once again, we talk about independent. Slice Boogie's not bad. Like, no, dude, like, he's good. Yeah, like, he's, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so I've gotten to work with independents, and once again, seeing everyone now flourish and being on big time shows. NWA's been around for fuck a thousand fucking years, yeah. still going. Seventy three. Yeah, they got Billy. They got Billy Corgan. <laughs> I'm out. Later, Zach. Billy fucking Corgan owns them now. Right. <laughs> Zach did leave. No, he said he's leaving. Um, and to what's see- up with Impact? So Impact don't they been mix a thing. Them? They mix them? They're the same Imp- company. So just renamed. Impact has... Because Impact looks whack. It is. So AEW... I love, AEW I, I, I love Impact. Kind of like, they're <laughs> Impact. trying to help out Impact, like letting some of their dudes go to Impact, some of the Impact dudes coming to AEW. Like in AEW, what Tony Khan, who's the owner of AEW, his idea is to raise everybody. To not, It's not about AEW. It's about wrestling. Like this fool loves wrestling and it's fucking so the young bucks who are what who are two of the evps the executive vice presidents of aew like i'm so i am against the fucking uh the young bucks cody and fucking uh what's I'm against his name cody. omega being the bosses look man someone's you know so they bring these fools in as authority the, figures you know like as as the bosses mm-hmm. um i don't know what the fuck i was just talking about though. well impact cody oh, so um But so, so uh, it, it doesn't matter. But oh, so yeah. So they want. Oh no, no, no. So the way that Tony Khan signed the Young Bucks because they're like they were getting offers to go to WWE, like blah blah blah, all this shit. So Tony Khan pulls them aside and shows them a picture of him in the front row of an independent show that they were at, wearing a Bullet Club T-shirt. This was like, look, man, <laughs> like I'm a I'm a wrestler. Like I, I'm doing this wrestling because I believe in professional wrestling and I don't think what WWE is doing is serving professional wrestling best. No, it is. And, and he's like, and I, I want to start a company. That I got, I got a story wrestling. for you. I Let's got a story hear. for you, Johnny. I got a story for you. Uh, let me, let me, hold on. Let me, let me go to Paul. So I'm going to pull up the name cause I don't want to fuck up the names, but, um, my boy, my, my boy, Pat does a fucking, uh, does a, does a podcast, right? Um, it's called putting it over with Patrick Rivera. And let me let me pull up. He he interviewed a, a a wrestler from Hudson County called Anthony St. James, and he interviewed him. And he said that he had a tryout for the E, 
And he said when he was there for the trial for the E, uh, they said that they were like, look, we're not a wrestling company. We're an entertainment company. If you want to wrestle, the door's right there. Yeah. We only fucking do Hollywood entertainment shit here. That's what they do. Like, if they don't, that's what CM Punk, when CM Punk came back in his promo when he came back, he said he left Ring of Honor in August of 2005. And he was like, I left professional wrestling. Then he was like, and now I'm back. Like, because he was like, I'm back to fucking wrestling. Like, yeah. Like, ah. It's just going to be. So, yeah. So, I said, so they're certain. So, when they, they're letting their dudes go to Impact, letting some of the Impact dudes come to them. Same thing with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like, they have, they have a working relationship with most of the other companies that exist yeah. besides WWE. Because what they, what Tony Khan wants is for the profile of professional wrestling to be higher. Mm-hmm. You know, and like um, Brian Danielson said, they were asking him about. Um, like what, like what he thinks about people liking professional wrestling. Like, and if, if he thinks like the audience could get bigger. And what he says, if, if if you show even somebody who's not a fan of professional wrestling, if you show them well done professional wrestling, they're gonna love it because wrestling is fucking awesome. You know, like there's no getting around. Wrestling has pushed entertainment in this company since television was invented. And then even before that, in the carnivals that were traveling the country, you know what people were going to see? Fucking wrestling. You know? And as soon as TV came about, Luthez was one of the biggest stars on fucking TV because people love wrestling. Did, did you watch the Did you watch the uh, the interview they had after the match with all like the news reporters and shit? I haven't watched all of it. I watched some of uh, it. I, I watched the, the, the Adam Cole and the uh, Daniel Bryanson one. Yeah, did you, you heard what Daniel Bryan said? He's, he's like, oh, you see how you see how CM Punk said he wants to help the people in the back. He's like. I want to kick their ass. Yeah, like, two, two yeah. different perspectives. He's like, I know I'm fucking good. Let's see how the how good these guys are. That's, that's like, what he said. He's, he's here to kick fucking heads in like that. Because when Brian Danielson used to, before he went, because he's like a super nice guy, a fucking he's like a hippie farmer vegan guy in his real yep. life. But before he went to WWE, this fool used to say, I have one of the t-shirts. It used to be a hit, like a uh, how Obama, like the the one that said hope. You know, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. it was him like that, and it said violence underneath it, like this, like this, and his uh, and his thing was about kicking people's fucking heads in. That's what, and that's what people would chant. The crowd would chant that Daniel Bryan's gonna kick your fucking head in, like this. That's what he is about violence. And then he went to WWE, and they kind of fucking you know they watered him down. Like I look. Well, they fired him too, man. Well, yeah, they fired him too, and he choked that guy with the tie. What I compare it to? <laughs> oh, really? Is, yeah, yeah. And when the, when Nexus came and fucking tore oh, down the ring, I, 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 oh, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't watch any of that. So but... they did a thing where there was this group called Nexus that he was in, and they told Nexus go in there and fuck up everything. They tore down the ring, ripped up the ring ropes, completely deconstructed the ring, fucked up everybody um, at ringside, and then Daniel Bryan used his uh, Josh, was it Josh Matthews? Somebody he choked him with his tie. <laughs> and you're not you're not allowed to choke people on fucking wrestling on WWE television. So they fucking fired him. But they used well, chokeholds, not the same. You can throw people tables. You can burn yeah. people. Oh, you can God, I, of course, you I know all these things. And that's why it's a fucking ridiculous company. But yeah, so they were mad at him for choking him with a tie. So they fired him and they eventually brought him back. But they shit on this dude for fucking years. And he's just yep. been like, but because he's like. Does Disney make it better when they buy fuck it? Fuck no. They just more Disney it. You know what? That makes sense to why it's been going where it's gone. I mean, it's, okay. It's, what if it's, it's, it's your what if grooming. your millionaire buys it? 
I, there's not. See, it's here's, too corporate, man. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's anybody. There, I don't think there's a lot of Tony Khans out there. What if he bought it, though? Like, if Tony Khan bought it? Yeah, he doesn't. Can. He got AEW. It, it's publicly traded company. But yeah, it's a publicly man, traded company. Really yeah, up. yeah, yeah, for sure. But, it's like, so there's nobody with the money and the ability, know. you know, yeah, that, know that, that gives a fuck about wrestling. Like, they, yeah. like maybe as a company that makes... T-shirt that if they care they care about is the company that makes T-shirts and toys and shitty movies and fucking all the yeah. rest of the things that WWE makes. Apologizing but, to China. Yeah, but they don't care about. <laughs> but, but they don't <laughs> care about Cena. Goddamn John Cena. But they don't care about wrestling. Yeah, you know, like there's not a lot of Tony. There's not a lot of billionaires out there that give a fuck about because and, and that. And that's the good thing about AEW. They're not public, so they can fucking do whatever. They do whatever the fuck they, want, they to. want. They do whatever they want to. And the dude, Tony Khan, so his dad, Shad Khan, owns um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think it's... A soccer team, right? It's But, I, but, oh, I, but I, it's not a soccer team. It's like Man U or something. Like this fool... Oh, huge team. The, these, the team. These fools could buy and sell Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? Like, this is not... This is yeah. real money. And this fool is like, you know what I want to spend my money on? Wrestling. <laughs> he could he could have bought the E, but he made his own fucking Right, he, exactly. You know? They could have done a hostile takeover, done whatever, but what he wanted to do was make a punk rock wrestling company, and they've just done, and now they have, that's it. They wanted to make a punk rock wrestling company, and now they have the fucking punk rock wrestler and the dude, the, the fucking hippie alt-left alt left fucking other dude, fucking Brian Danielson, who's like. What do you, what do you think about his Brock Lesnar, his Brock Lesnar look? That stupid. Oh, I didn't like. I don't like that stupid little ponytail. <laughs> I was like, is he a bad guy? Because he had like a little man, a little man bun ponytail. Man bun. And I was like, is this, is he bad? Am I supposed to hate he's him? Gonna, he's I gonna do. go heel soon, bro. He's got that look. I mean, man. look, and also CM Punk. How long can CM Punk be a good guy? You know, like he's such a more, a, a, such a natural fucking heel. You know, like yeah. he's a dick, and he's like a dick in real. Like he's just he's an angry straight edge punk rock. You know, like he, those fucking. Straight edge dicks. You see, it shows like that's him. Like, yeah. do you think? Do you think his um fuck? Who's that? Who's this fucking boy, bro? That fucking that uh fucked him over in the trial and shit. Oh, Cole Cabana, yeah. man. They still yeah. He's, so, he used to work for AEW. Yeah, he's he, yeah. He's in the Dark Order. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, what, what happened with Cole Cabana? Uh, so, yeah, you, you uh, guys are more nerds than right, me. Here, here we go. Go, go get in the time machine again. So, <laughs> CM Punk, um. A while back, when he before he left WWE, it's like oh six oh seven. He's like having um, he's got a staff infection problem. He's got like all kinds of like he's hurt mentally, physically, all this shit. And so he find when he finally leaves WWE, he goes on a show called The Art of Wrestling, which was the first wrestling podcast hosted by a dude named Colt Cabana, who's his who was his best friend in real life. The dude he started out in wrestling with. Like, they met. From Chicago. Yep, from Chicago. They meet when they first start wrestling. They go all through the independence together, traveling together all over the world. And Colt doesn't make it to WWE. He did for a hot second. But CM Punk said they're still friends. He quits, goes on Colt Cabana's podcast Mm -hmm. to, like, here's all my grievances. So he demolished it. So he starts talking a bunch of shit, says their doctor fucked him, gave him, like, he had a staph infection, and the doctor ignored it, gave him a Z-pack, like a fucking antibiotic. Just all this shit just fucking crushes all these dudes. WWE sues him and Colt Cabana, both for slander, for fucking all this shit. CM Punk tells Colt, this is all, this is now we're getting into, he said, she said, I don't know any of this for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. CM Punk tells Cole Cabana, like, I got your back. Like, I'll, pay, I got, I'll pay for your lawyers. I said, like, fuck these dudes. We're not, we're not going out like this. CM Punk ends up winning the lawsuit against them. Like, fuck, which doesn't... Because most lawsuits get settled out of court because no one wants to put the time and money yeah. that it costs to fucking do a real trial. Him, he's an angry, straight-edge punk rock dude, a rich one, who's like, fuck you, you want to go to court? Let's go Let's to court. Go. So he fucking goes to court and he wins. You know, ah, fuck you, WWE. But then tells Colt Cabana, yo, about that lawyer. <laughs> You're going to have to come out of that. You have to come out of your own pocket with that. What? And he was like, what? and we have, and Colt, Colt's Jew, bro. You know, you yeah, and, he, and, Colt, that and, and this was like, what? You know, and so in that fractured their friendship, obviously, all over because apparently it was like hundreds of thousands of dollars. CM Punk's a backstab. Apparently, I, I mean, but, and, and also, but, but Punk, I don't but know. Punk said he, but Punk said he didn't fucking promise him shit. Right. So I, I don't. That's the thing. There's this. There's a bunch of different stories about what happened. And all. I don't know what happened, but I know that's the story. Hey, know? like every, like everyone, bro. You know what? You promise it until that bill comes. Sure. You know it, what I'm saying? It's easy to say until the bill oh, comes. Oh, yeah. I got you. All of a sudden, you see that bill, you're like, oh, shit. Or, because I know, because what if, so, let, I mean, let's just say we're not speaking this, about this specifically. When I made you that promise, you were poor. And then when it came time to pay the bill, you're rich. Well, he's you're, rich now? So do I, I'm just saying, in that situation, should I still pay for your, I, if the, in the three years that pass, your financial situation severely changes for the How better. much, though? It depends. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and then how much is it still like, wait, you can, you can pay it now. Like, what are you looking at me for? So who knows? I'm yeah. just saying. I don't know. But that's, I, it just sounds like Johnny's sticking up for CM. Punk, a little bit. Liar, a little bit. I'm going to meet him. That liar. Look at I, You know what? He is the Michael Jordan of fucking exactly. wrestling. <laughs> Talking smack on his team. So when he went way, and got his, you know. So, and then the way, like, you want to stick my big nose into how I fit into fucking. Um, CM Punk is one of Lars's best friends. And then they use fucking rancid songs in the fucking, like, it, it is, he's been a wrestling fan for so long and has been on the outside. Like, that's the thing. WWE doesn't give a fuck about rancid or that Lars no. Frederick is, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so him being a fan has barely even been acknowledged. He's in the CM Punk DVD a little bit, but not a lot, you know? But then there's so many dudes that he's friends with. And now in AEW, there are... They hired CM Punk back. They're using fucking songs. Like, this is the Hell fucking yeah. rancid wrestling federation. Yeah. Like, so if you think I'm not going to try to fit my big ass in there eventually, you would be wrong. Yeah, on that DVD. I got that. Yep. And yes, Sam, fucking money ruins a lot of friendships. Hell you know? Yeah. Like, that's the fucking thing. I try to never involve that. There, And you're right. There is nothing. Dude. Fucking that straight edge punk rock dudes are the fucking worst. <laughs> Yeah, that, but but, but can worse. can you believe a Jew? That is also a question. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, I don't know. <laughs> Allegedly, D, do you have a favorite wrestling moment, or do you remember what kind of got you into wrestling? I, dude, I've I've well, I started watching wrestling uh, when fucking Andre the Giant ripped off the fucking cross on Hulk Hogan and Piper's yeah. Pit. That I I go that far back in my head. Watching wrestling, bro. I got into wrestling when I saw the Wild Samoans on regular TV, not a pay-per-view. Channel 13. They fought Rocky Johnson. 
and Tony Atlas for the WWE or oh, WWF shit. at the time championship belts, and Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson won, dude. I didn't even go to breakfast. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even go to breakfast, bro. And my dad used to make the best breakfast, homemade tortillas the whole night. You weren't bothering me, bro. It was the wild yeah. Samoans out there. Oh, man, it was, oh, it was amazing. That's how far back I go. That's Roman Reigns' father, bro. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. My mom was trying to find. I was at my parents' house before I came over. We were talking about. She asked. She always asked, what "We're gonna, what we're gonna have?" I said, "We're gonna talk about wrestling." And she was trying to find the picture of me and Macho Man. She was like, "Take the picture of you and Macho." Oh, you, met, like, you met the fucking Macho Fuck Man. Yeah, look at. I don't stand in line for shit. Like I, if, since I was a little kid, I don't want to stand in no goddamn line. After WrestleMania four, after he won the belt. I stood in line at a record store for I don't know how long. Oh, I was about to say, you were over here in Jersey, bro, for that? No, no, out here. Yeah, I was 12 years old, man. I stood in line to fucking meet Macho Man. And I still have the picture, and it's fucking hilarious. Nice. <laughs> I, I met Ric Flair and Jake the Snake. Hell yeah. Oh. I met Terry Funk. Dirtiest I mean, player in the game. That's right. But, but I, Jake the Snake, like, you Woo. know, old Jake the Snake. Sure. But, after he got, after he started doing the DDT, you know, um, yoga. Jake oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, was, he, was he doing came the, to K Rock and he was doing the uh, his one the man press. show. He was doing the press thing on that on his um, actually on his um, what is it? His documentary. Yeah, had, the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts. But it was cool, man. It's it was cool movie. to see someone like him go through that, come back, and then see him on the other side. Yeah, he's an AEW right now. Like he's a manager of a dude named um, what's that? Lance guy? Archer. Lance Archer. Uh, no, that that fool fucking he he fucking he did the whole DDP shit fucking got his life straight and beat cancer. Yeah, this was time, like bro. and you know that, uh, this fool but, that fool comes from a terrible family. His father is a horrible person. Father's like, like fucking Jamal. Like yeah, yeah. Like there's a show if you guys haven't watched it, I'm sure you guys have. If you guys are wrestling fans, Dark Side Dark of the Side Ring. Dark Side of the Ring, best yep. show on TV. Holy fuck! How about how about uh, Million Dollar Man? He's in WWE now, right? He's, he's back in. He's in it's NXT, which is like the minors of WWE, yeah. running a fucking pretty hilarious. He's involved in his, a pretty funny stories. His, son, his okay. son is in prison for embezzling money. Yeah, he got, <laughs> he got caught for white collar crime. You know, you, that's got, when you you're the Million dollar man, you do. That's what happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the kind of shit. No, he thinks funky. He thinks a million dollar man kid's gonna be robbing gas stations. Hell Fuck no. no, he's embezzling money. Exactly. He should have called IRS to fucking help yeah, him out. No, no, no. <laughs> or Virgil. <laughs> Got Virgil on it. Actually, Virgil. Oh, did, did, yo, did you hear fucking? There, there's rumors going around, bro. That fucking Wyatt's next over there. I. You know what? I. I mean, everyone who gets released from WWE automatically. Sure. You know, those rumors so come out. I read something interesting about that, that if he went about him going to Impact, where he could yeah. do what Matt Hardy was doing with like the Broken Universe, the cinematic style thing, that they've already leaned into that a bunch so they could do with him. Like, he's it's a bummer that he's gone from WWE. Like, I swear to God, when the Wyatt family happened, I was living, I think I've already talked about this, but I was living with my parents and I told my mom, I was like, this dude is so cool. And they're gonna fuck it up, like, yeah, they're, 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 and they did, and they did, yeah. they did, they did. Like, and it was so fucking cool, and they shit. And that's why, if because there's a lot of people that they just want to wrestle because WWE is the company. Like, they grew up with kids, and it's like, oh, I want to be in that, you know. But for anybody coming into wrestling now, I can't imagine trusting that company to do right. And then this is like sounding fucking lame. 
like if you see this as wanting to do art like make your art yeah i can't imagine trusting that company to do you'll, you'll, right you'll make money that i mean yeah it. 100% you're gonna make that's it's like these fools are trading You'll they be living in the Death Star like I am right now. Yeah, they don't want they don't want people that care about wrestling. No, they, they want people fools that want to make money. No, I'm talking about the people that, that oh, they're actually that in the go. Air. They don't want. They would prefer you who didn't know shit about wrestling that you don't like wrestling. None of that because they want to tell you what it is. You know, like we don't they we don't want you. But they're to, even doing a bad job at that. But you know what I'm saying? They're making the most money this year that they've ever made. Well, that's because that's because you're talking to Johnny C and he knows about fucking wrestling. That's no, no, why but, you're but, but even that. even like even watching like back in the day, like we've talked about this before. You said something about it, like you would. Everyone was different. You had you know you had the the Mr. Perfect. You had uh, the George Animal Steel Junkyard Thought. Everyone had because their own people thing. traveled all around, all around the different territories, all around the world, finding who they were as a performer. Mm-hmm. Now you have WWE scooping them all up and putting them in the NXT Performance Center and trying to make them all the same. They're trying to they teach them how to wrestle all the same. They teach them how to talk all the same. They, they teach them how, you know like they're just they're just trying it's a now it's a corporate it's it's cookie cutter it's so corporate, corporate. Yeah. it's so you're, it's a machine it's, it's you're a make, giant you're, you're making machine. a lot of sense right here bro i just like you just hit me right now and you're like all these wrestlers will come on all different territories the e was the final destination where you found yourself and you were ready and you now were ready to e, go you know and now it's like you know fucking each is bringing everybody in it's like yo no you gotta let them fucking breathe man let them find themselves they're fucking it all up it's yeah. not and what they're doing i mean they're making money they're doing their thing it's not wrestling it's not. It's like saying, like, as I say, like, Drake isn't hip-hop. Like, it's not. Like, yeah. you could say it is. Dude, and maybe there's people that believe it is. Music, right, yeah. It's but it's not. It's yeah. not. Tanya. Tanya. And, yeah, and like, and, and like this, it's not wrestling anymore. Like, it stopped being wrestling. And, and if you told them that, they would be like, yeah, we know. You yeah. know, if you were like, hey, Vince, this isn't wrestling, you'd be like, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to make wrestling. I'm like, trying to make money. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oh well, like, I like wrestling. And it's like, oh, well. Go fucking watch AEW. Because yeah, go, go watch New Japan. Because that's like what we do is not fucking wrestling. What we yeah. do is sports entertainment. And what we do, it's like McDonald's job isn't to make fucking hamburgers. McDonald's job is to make money. You know, and no. that's. No. You know? I, I'm not taking over fucking wrestling, bro. But I read some fucking shit, dude, today at work, man. I was talking to one of my boys at work. And we fucking read some shit back in 2014. They stopped it, though. But. McDonald's, Wendy's, White Castle, fucking uh, Subway, all these fucking franchises that use bread, right? They were using a chemical that you use to make plastic Hell in the yeah. bread so the bread wouldn't fuck, so the bread would last longer. Yeah. So we were getting fed fucking plastic till like 2014, bro. It's still poison in there. It's still poison. We still getting fed shit. Did you know how about I've been talking about this on stage? Did you guys know that there's no more Ronald McDonald? What? There's dirty Ronald McDonald. McDonald's doesn't use Ronald, <laughs> McDonald's. McDonald's doesn't use Ronald McDonald anymore. Oh, like, yeah. When have you seen? Yeah, they Ronald stopped McDonald's. using him a long time ago. And it happened in 2016, and it was not because uh, they decided it wasn't cool to use a clown to sell poison. Like not because of that, or because it wasn't making money. Like none of that. When someone remember, got offended. No, do you remember when those clowns started showing up in parks? 
when it was just like when there was just random park. Then McDonald's was like, "Yo, we need to stop. We need to stop with the clown." And that's for sure. That's when they stopped using it. Was when clowns started popping up everywhere. Yeah, but if you think they're the only people giving you poison, bro, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything, bro. Everything that everything that has a shelf life. Yeah, yeah. You know, beyond the year. I only walk around. This is what I was told. You only walk around the outside of the supermarket. I've been, yeah, I've heard that. You, know, you don't go through any of the inside rows. You only walk around the outside. How do you jack the, the chocolate towels? Because, I mean, the chocolate I, I was at the liquor store. I was completely Because those, bro, for real, those that, that chocolate on those is plastic. Oh, yeah. It sucks. Dude, that shit don't like, melt? That's like my favorite. My fa- dude, the I've host, had one in a car, in a car the seat. Little, the little mini Hostess donuts. Oh, those too. But I like when they're a little bit stale too, where that chocolate is like, <laughs> where it's more plastic. It's like, God damn. Like, Johnny loves plastic. You can flat. leave those in the hot car, come out, and them shits are intact. <laughs> unmelted. You know what I'm saying? You got to eat those bitches up in the microwave to make them melt. Like, Speaking uh, of cars and heat, man, I was at the auto auto uh, store, and this chick next to me, this woman, has a truck, throws her dogs in on the passenger side. This is a couple days ago. Throws her dogs in on the passenger side, locks the door, and then runs around. And re- like, she turned the car on with the AC. Yeah. Closed it and locked it and ran around. And it's like, oh, I forgot to unlock like, my oh, side. Cool. So she's like, fucking help me. And I was like, yo, what the fuck you want me to do? So we're getting out there trying to do, like, trying to get shit with, like, Trying to, someone's trying to find a hanger and this shit. The guy comes out of the auto parts store and just smashes her window. Just because you, right you want your dogs? Okay, yeah, okay. You want to ride it? Here's how we do it. And I was like, fuck. Did he even ask? No. He, he, he Yeah, he told her, do you want your dogs? She said, yes. Smash. Ah. Smash. You just take a little piece of a spark And she was cool. She was like all about it, like super excited. I'm like... But your dogs are in the AC. You ever seen that? Yeah. You ever seen when you take a little, you ever, when you take a little piece of spark plug? You can yeah, break a window. Oh yeah, I've heard that before. Does that really? Does that really work? Yeah. So, one yeah. million times I've seen it work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times Johnny's thrown it. Johnny's from the other side of the track, dude. Man, it was just I mean because and that also happens because for the first ten times when you tell people they're like no it doesn't. Like, you I show take, you're like I could take this little piece. And just touch this window, and it's gonna, the whole thing's yeah. gonna shatter. They're like, fuck you. And I'm like, all Science. right, here we go. You ready? <laughs> and it's like, all right, now that we're here, let's also see if there's anything in this car worth taking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanna shout out to everyone who's been logging in and chatting away and asking oh, questions. Man. We appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, Samuel Jimenez out there on YouTube. Where do you uh, where do you guys rate Razor Ramon? One of my all time favorites. Razor Ramon's like Scott Hall as a performer, as a person who was the dude who was Razor Ramon was fucking dope. When that was in the AWA before he was in WWE, he was big Scott Hall. He was like a big, like a big like eighties muscle man. He looked like Tom Selleck. He had a big, <laughs> he had a big thick mustache and like kind of long hair. And his fuck big hairy chest and he was fucking big Scott Hall. He wore cowboy boots. And then he went to WWE, and Vince McMahon had never seen Scarface. And so he did fucking a Tony Montana impression, and they were like, that's fucking awesome. Put this motherfucker on TV. And then he went out and pretended he was fucking Scarface for a few years in WWE. And then he went and was the one of the first two members, one of the outsiders of the goddamn wrestling, the best wrestling faction in the history of wrestling, the motherfucking NWO. And then him, and then he wasn't Razor Ramon anymore. Then he was his real name again, 
Scott Hall. Dude, he, but then he, he still he, acted he, and talked like fucking Razor Ramon the whole fucking exactly. time. <laughs> he still had a toothpick. He's still wrestling. Ayo. Ayo. Now, when I mean, when you think he's going to get Hulk, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Dude, the third. Look. Don't hate, bro. No, look at this. Look, look at what I'm about bro. to fucking say, dude. That moment of Hulk Hogan is the third man in the NWO is probably the coolest thing that's ever happened. The coolest moment that's ever happened in fucking wrestling. Like, holy shit. And Bobby the Brain Heenan got proved right for this fool Bobby the Brain for however long, 20 years, was in WWF saying, fuck Hulk Hogan. Like, this fool's the worst. Like, you guys all cheer for him, and you don't even understand. He's a fucking, he's the worst. And all this time, and everyone's like, oh, Bobby the Brain, you suck. And then he's still, and he's on the call when he comes down, and and uh, he said, whose side is he on? And everyone's like, what do you mean, whose side is he on? It's Hulk Hogan. He's going down there to help Macho Man. Then, nope. You fucking turned on him, and Bobby the Brain was like, I fucking told you. I've been telling you guys. Dude, uh, you can't write best. something like that, Fuck bro. no. That's like such crazy long-term storytelling. Like, oh, I'm around where it was like, Bobby the Brain was like, I fucking told you so. I've been telling you guys. How long have I been telling you guys that Hulk Hogan's a fucking <laughs> scumbag? And I was fucking right. You know, it's like, ah, oh, it's the best. And the only, like, that's. And unfortunately, it's so stupid because when wrestling isn't the best, it's because of something that you know that happened five years ago that's now coming around. It's like, oh, shit. You the know, ultimate wait for it moment. You know, and it's like, you mean I have to watch? I have to pay attention to wrestling for five years for something, re- to, for maybe, maybe something incredible to happen? It's like, look, man, but when it happens... It's going to be fucking worth it. Like, ah, oh, God damn. No, but I tell you this, the one of the moments that hit me like that was when AJ Styles came out in the Royal Rumble. Dude, number three, man, when they just put AJ and fucking that place lost their goddamn minds. AJ Styles is dope, though. And AJ Styles is another dude that was supposed to be never in the WWF because yeah. Vince, uh, WWE, because Vince hates uh, Southern accents. And fucking Vince hates Southern accents, and AJ Styles is from Georgia and sounds like he's from fucking Georgia, you know. And there was and he's small, and it was a dude that's a, AJ Styles. Where's he at? He's still in the. He's WWE, and AJ Styles was like Brian Danielson, like another dude that was so good that was like WWE is never gonna sign that guy. But they 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 sign dudes sometimes to cool them off, or sign dudes just. So they can't become bigger stars, you know. It's like yeah. keep them. Well, that that that's why they signed CM yeah. Punk, man. Right? Because he was a he was a name. He was a name, and they, but they they tried to do nothing. And there's dudes. There's so I mean I I'm speaking like I know like I don't know shit, you know. But this is what I hear that once you know how to get over, like once you know how to make the crowd love you, you can do that over and over again. Once you are a dude who understands the psychology of wrestling. It doesn't matter. Like, they can try to make you not be... And it's like, dude, I know how to do this. Like, these fools are going to fucking love me. And as much as CM Punk and Brian Danielson, they tried to, like, not... To make them not the focus of stuff, people were still like, what the fuck? I love this. Like, these dudes are fucking <laughs> awesome. Like, it's like, how come this show isn't about them? These dudes are fucking rad. And then you make yourself a star. Like, there's no... You know, works that way. I wasn't watching wrestling with this whole CM, CM All right, Punk. let's hear. What do you want to know? Uh, when the the whole CM Punk thing happened, and I went back and 
watch yeah. videos and it's crazy to see someone someone to <laughs> see a go against the grain in public and to see them cut his fucking microphone like he's he's about to spill some real fucking shit. I mean that I mean there's nothing that happens on TV that they don't allow to be on TV. So I mean I I believe I don't think they cu- I mean I think the microphone cut off was this is all planned. But you think so? On the not, way out? Nothing happens yeah. on TV without nothing goes on on that TV without them wanting it to be on TV. But I think they also let gave him a microphone and said, "Go air your grievances, like go say what you gotta say." And then we know this is gonna be the end. Like Bret yeah, Hart, remember when he, he was supposed to win? Fucking third yeah. wall or whatever you call that. The fourth that was, wall. That was on him. Yeah, well, he fucking went out there. Even better than that, have you ever watched when um, the live contract negotiations between him and Vince McMahon? There's a segment after he dropped the pipe bomb when he comes back. That's him and Vince McMahon in the ring, and it's supposed to be like they're we're gonna negotiate our con- negotiate the contract. And he went out there, and supposedly it was very loosely, like the bullet points. But they went out there and fucking said some things that each one that of they them, meant that, when, that each one of them had to say. CM Punk told him, told made Vince McMahon apologize for punishing people that loved wrestling. And he said it. He was like, people that worked in this company that loved wrestling, and you punished them for it, and you're going to apologize. You're was gonna that up- the ice cream segment? The ice cream bar segment? Uh, it might have been the ice cream bar segment. Yeah, and he was like, you're going to you're going to apologize. You're going to apologize. Yeah, it was the ice cream segment because he was like negotiating what he wanted. He wanted. He was like, you're going to bring back the WWE ice cream bars, and he was like, and people were like, Ooh. and people were like, ice cream bars, ice cream bars. <laughs> That's wrong. Yeah, you know. And so when he came back to AEW, so they never made the ice cream bars. No. And then seven years later, when he finally when he does his promo coming out to AEW, and he goes, you know what? Seven years is a long time to wait for somebody. He goes, so hey, enjoy free ice cream bars on me on the way out. And did, they had. Did, did you see that? Did you see them on eBay? Yeah, five hundred. Yeah. Five hundred for the fucking plastic, and a thousand for a fucking full on ice cream. But bar it was C- but it was CM Punk ice cream bars. Like it was hit. Like and so he gave them out for free to these people, and it was like the. Long-term storytelling. It was like this thing that finally came back, and the people that knew that had been watching were like, "This motherfucker didn't forget about these goddamn ice cream bars." And the fucking sticks were sharpened so you can backstab your <laughs> friends. See <laughs> him, punk. That punk stands for being a punk to your buddies. You liar. Yeah. As much as I love wrestling and being a part of it, as as little as I have, I will share one fucking story. It's a little bit of a downer, but you know, like at least what I did. I, I feel will carry on if it ever gets released. As much up. of a downer as also stopping you from seeing more. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> fuck you also. I love you though. But fuck you. Uh, working with uh, with Fist Combat and dirty Ron McDonough out there. Um, I've been able to do some really cool shit. Film Nick Gage. Film a couple other fucking up and comers. Uh, some dude who uh, s- s- fucking. I forget his name. Uh, he just went to NXT not so long ago and he got cut already. We, Jake Atlas. Uh, no, uh, this other dude, uh, Stallion or some shit. So, okay. Um, we talked about this different style of wrestling. We talked about New Japan a little bit, and they did all this fucking crazy new, uh, death match with fucking barbed wires. Very over the top, but fucking crazy and shit. And the dude that we had here was fucking, uh, we had him and uh, Dirty Ron come and do uh, commentary over these videos was uh, Sabu. So we had Sabu and Super Genie in, at, at Big Rest Studios uh, come in and, and hang out. And I think that was one of the last things that got filmed before she went into the hospital. She lost her leg, came out, did rehab, was good, and then she recently passed away. I was here 
when Sabu got the phone call from the hospital about her leg. She was already in the hospital when they came down. Once again, downer. But I got to record something and at least add to this whole laundry list of storytelling, history. uh, And it's just crazy to know that these are just regular people, much like anything else, and they are still struggling. They are still doing stuff. Dude, Sabu is fucking 50-whatever. That motherfucker's still wrestling because he doesn't know anything else. Now what else is he supposed to do? Or they didn't spend their money right, right? But even if there's a bunch of dudes that have money, but it's it's like even if so, let's say you saved your money, yeah, and now you're just sitting at home. What do you what do you what do you do? do? That's that's like old that's like old school fucking like old school fucking guys, bro. When you fucking retire, right? What do they do? They go out and get another fucking job. Yeah, it's like you you either get a job or if you don't get a job and you don't you you have money. You're sitting at home bored. It's like, and there's someone willing to pay you five hundred bucks, a thousand dollars, to come out and wrestle this weekend, or even three hundred dollars, whatever it is. Yeah. And you don't have shit else to do. It's like, uh, and it's something you love. You get to go hear people cheer for you. It's like, uh, like yeah. uh, my buddy Sam just went to. There was a show. There's an independent show in New Jersey where the Million Dollar Man. He wasn't wrestling, but he was signing autographs and shit and doing all that stuff. And like, well, damn, why wouldn't you? Know? Yeah, yeah, like why the fuck? Like especially. It's just like it's so like wrestling is such one of those funny things where someone could be super famous in wrestling and no one knows who the fuck they are. You know what I yeah. like? Kenny Omega could walk down the street and no one would know who the fuck Kenny Omega is. And Kenny Omega is the best goddamn wrestler on earth. And you said that a couple times today already about different people or Kenny yeah, Omega. No different people. I mean, look, there's because it's like talking about that's like a lot your, of Earths, bro. Because well, it's like talking about your favorite <laughs> movie, your favorite. Like, there's I got a lot of favorite movies. I got a lot of favorites. You know, like I'll defend ten movies as the best movie ever made, depending on the conversation. You yeah, know, and it's yeah, like yeah. and like there's a bunch of wrestlers who, and it's like. At maybe at one point in time for a hot second, like there's dudes that were or are like and like Kenny Omega. I he may he may not be now, but I remember when that motherfucker was the best at like his best wrestler on earth, man. What was that? 2018. Sure, like about what? God damn, yeah. Like right before AEW when he was like in his last mm-hmm. New Japan run, like motherfucker. The the uh, the matches against uh, Okada, like god damn, three matches against Kazuko Kazuko Okada. It's like, cause Japan, it's like a whole. It's like talk, that full speed, that full speed Japanese fluent too, right? Oh yeah, well, I mean, you know, him and Koto Ibushi. That's so. The 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 best long term story ever told in wrestling is the story of the Golden Lovers, and the Golden Lovers are Kenny Omega and Koto Ibushi, who's a fucking Japanese wrestler, and they have kind of leaned in and not shied away from the date like motherfucker we're called the golden lovers did you hear what we're called like we're gay but they've never said it <laughs> they've never said it out loud it's never but we're the golden lovers you know and he moved to japan and fucking learned to speak japanese and like most people that do that do that for somebody you know yeah. what i mean like and there was just a press conference because now Cody ibushi was the champion in new japan and like he's like one of the top guys in that company and they asked kenny omega like hey how come Cody ibushi isn't an aew and he said that he didn't ask him to come because if he knew if he asked him to come, he would. And he was like, it's his time in New Japan. And then he started, like, choking up, like, crying. like. But it's like, he's working. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is all part of anybody who knows the storyline. Yeah. He's fucking working. That, like, oh, man. you know, And it's because eventually they will be back together. And it's going to be 
People are going to lose their... You think fucking CM Punk and Brian Danielson when Cody Bushi shows up for fucking... And it's like... Kenny Omega's kind of spinning. Golden spin, showers. Kenny Omega's kind of spinning. <laughs> Kenny Omega's kind of spinning out of control a little bit because he's the champion. He's kind of like an egomaniac, and there's only one way that goes. Eventually, the fall will come. You know, like eventually, and he'll be down and down and out. And who's gonna come and make him feel better when he's, you know, who's who's gonna come and save him when fucking he's down and out? Fucking when everybody when everybody else has turned it because he's such a motherfucker. When everybody turns their back on him and nobody fucking is going to be there for him and he's fucking all by himself and at his lowest point, the return of Cody Bushi. And it's just going to be fucking like, ah! He's going to fucking <laughs> stab him at the back like CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, right? By the way, I see that happening because I do watch, uh, I, I started getting into uh, when AEW started the uh, BTE show BTE, that they do. Sure. Uh, being so, the elite. One and, of the fucking, so be, being the elite. Started out the Young Bucks, who are from Rancho Cucamonga, California, who are young dudes who... Fellow West Coasters. Sure. The reason this whole thing ex- exists is kind of because of them. And they started like a travel vlog where it's like, but where we're supposed to be like, hey, we're traveling here, we're traveling there. But it's slowly, they started having bits, started having characters, like started like, and it became, it's a TV show, you know? Yeah. And so Adam Cole was on it, who just came to AEW. So he and on episode, I don't, it was like early in the fifties. They killed him off because he was going to WWE four years ago. So they killed him off on being the elite. They poisoned his monster. So he po- they poisoned his monster and he dies. And then this week at the beginning, it shows all them Kenny Omega's like, dude, we need help. Like you know, we're fucking people are starting to turn on us. You know, he's like, we need Adam Cole. You know, and they're like, we're gonna have. So they decided to have a seance to bring him back from the dead. And so they have a seance to bring him back from the dead. And Adam Cole shows up. He was like. Why does my mouth taste like monster? You know, and, uh, and, and he go and he looks at the counter. He's like, four years, you know. And then, but he's right back. They had to have a fucking. They talked to a satanist. He was like, we talked to the Satan to Malachi Black. He's like, we talked to the satanist. This is gonna work, you know. And so and they fucking brought him back from the dead because they can because there's no rules no because rules. it's fucking wrestling. You know? Wrestling Who fucking cares. Oh, it was the best. Well, we've cared for over an hour Dude. on the West Coast Holy Pop Lock Podcast. I feel this so good. This I, is not a wrestling show. I feel show so good segment. right now. Uh, I feel like he's busted a nut. Oh my god! No, not even like you ever had like a, uh, like a splinter where yeah. it's like stuck in there, yeah. and then it finally comes out. And all the fucking bullshit pus comes out. Yeah. Like that's how I'm like ah. Now god. I have to go back and like research and check shit out, and yeah. at least see this past weekend's. Uh, you know, it's so yeah, good. I, I need to watch. It's yeah. So good. It's so good. Yeah. But I will tell you, finding... We didn't even get into Britt Baker DMD? God damn! You know the what? champion. You know what? Maybe we're just going to have to have, further down the line, another not wrestling podcast yeah, episode. Because, like... I mean, there's always shit to talk about. <laughs> I'm telling you, in and I've been saying, I before COVID started, I said in about a year, wrestling's going to be mainstream cool again. Like, when AEW started, I was like, this is... This is cool, and it's gonna like, and it's yeah. gonna be mainstream cool again. And then COVID happened, and they didn't have any crowds, and it kind of shut the whole thing down. But AEW kept their fucking momentum, like they did yeah. the best they could to keep fucking going. And now that crowds are back, and I see what they're doing, I say it again: in one year from now, regular people are gonna know who fucking Kenny Omega is. You know what I like? Wrestling is gonna be 
fucking cool. You heard it here first, goddammit. Like, I'm fucking... Do you want it to be cool, though? Yes. Yeah. I want this version of wrestling, yes. Okay. Because this is... Wrestling. This is wrestling. Yeah. Like, if whoever wants to like this, good. Because you're liking good Real fucking shit. wrestling. Now, know, yeah. like, now, let me ask. Can they get to the point where they start becoming too big and on the track like WWE? Because like it's still a business. This is something, it always happens. This is something to worry about in 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, these are like... I'm going to be broken hard in 10 years. Now, now you know what happens? Me. This guy won't do it, but when he sells it. Sure, because he don't need the money. Next this was guy. a billionaire. This yeah, the next money. guy. Because yeah, because he right now for him it's a hobby in the. No, sense. but Khan's, Khan's a mark though, man. Yeah, he is. He's a mark for this. Who loves fucking wrestling? He, no, 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 for sure. But when he's gone, the next guy's the one that. He's in his thirties. He's in his thirties. Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm saying like there's a, there's a time. Yeah, so forty years we're gonna worry about. Well, that, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe like you know maybe he fucking decides later. Yo, hold on, super. Yo, Steve, man, get the get the fucking get the knife out of your hand, bro. It's not like you want to kill Tony. I'm gonna see him punk his ass. <laughs> but it's gonna be like it's an exciting time for wrestling right now. Yeah, like a super fucking exciting time, and I am and, and you, yeah, fired I, up. Once in a while, I hit Mario up and go, "Who the fuck is it?" But he does. I, I've yeah. been watching like, AEW and shit, Impact. That's why I said Impact. Like they've been mixing it, and and I, I think it's whack when because you can tell the different levels of production of production and. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, fuck. But that's I went from liking it and being like into it, and then now the Impact guys came in. And it's like, it's like garbage. Nah, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah. go watch Impact when Hulk Hogan and the boys were in it, bro. Dude, when and, you know, Impact, Impact had a second. When see, here's the problem. This I here's the problem that I don't think AEW is going to fall into. So Impact, excuse me, started. They had AJ Styles. They had fucking Samoa Joe. They had Kurt Angle. Yeah, yeah. They had Sting, they had, and they had momentum. Like, they were fucking putting on good shows. They were doing good shit. And then Hulk Hogan, this, here we go with the fucking Hulk Hogan again. Then Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff show up. <laughs> Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff show up, for, and they make them kind of in charge, you know, like, because the lady running it didn't was a fucking idiot. So she puts Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff in charge, and they run it into the ground. They start high. They start hiring Hulk Hogan's friends, like the Nasty Boys, and all kinds of other idiots that have never that people that were sitting at home not making any money. Hulk Hogan was like, "Yo, we got another company. Like, come on no. in." But that's what so you, you do for your you boys, bro. Rob Van Dam showed 100%. up, and then Jeff Hardy was on top of the cage. And shit. Yeah, it was, dude, like, it it was, was crazy. It, it, like it was so. It was like good for a hot second, and they brought in these turds. And no, 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 no. They brought in guys that were true to their buddies, bro. Yeah. Not like CM Punk, who <laughs> go turns his back on his bro. And Hulk left. Hogan was calling these guys that had nothing going on and like, hey, hey, let's come ruin this care. company. I'm going to take it. Nope. Holy he didn't say that. I'm going to take care of you. Fuck. Steve just turned this around and yeah, fucking Hulk Hogan. It. No, that's what Hulk Hogan does. He goes he takes places. care of his friends. He's, no, he's, he's goes, the Ben Stiller he takes of wrestling. Care of his no, friends. or he not Ben Stiller. Fucking uh, he that? goes someplace and surrounds himself with yes Adam men Sandler. that wouldn't have there anything. That don't have nothing to without do with him. They, Thank you, D. Hey, bro, he's taking him. care of his buddies. He has nothing without him, so they bring in a bunch of yes men to come in and tell him. It's not his fault they hired him. Right? No, that's what I, no. You I hired me. I would look that. I agree with because I would never hire Hulk Hogan because I know yeah. that's what he would do. I would. Hi, I would. If I got hired, who am I reaching out to? My boys. No, look, I ex- oh, thank you. I and I would do the same for all of you. Yeah. one hundred percent. Of course. 
but that's not what we're, we're talking about ruining wrestling though. Like yeah, I wouldn't Dick, do Dick, that Dixie in wrestling. Dixie Carter fucked up when yeah. she brought them fools. In. I wouldn't. Ru- I wouldn't ruin wrestling with you guys. Like I for sure wouldn't do that. He just regurgitated yeah. old shit. That's what made it bad, and people didn't want to see that like, anymore. Oh, the main event mafia was pretty cool for a hot second. And then no, wait, awesome. wait, what was that fuck? What was that fucking Sons of Anarchy bullshit? Aces and Eights? No, uh, yeah, that's what it was. Aces yeah. and Eights. Yeah, that was pretty garbage too. Yeah, did they? But game wars are always good in fucking wrestling, you know. And sometimes, and anytime they start building factions, they always like the because even the fucking Inner Circle did it. Anytime they start like grouping dudes up, they all get cut and start yeah. looking like bikers because. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah, you know, it's a bunch of dudes that look. Because you know what? Because that uh, that audience eats that shit, yeah, and up. it's something you could put your name on stuff. Yeah. Like anything you put your name on, and all that stuff. Wrestlers dig that shit. You know, wrestling, so wrestling, WWF, WWE was for people that didn't have an identity or were nerds sure. or you know what I'm saying. So they lived through these guys. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's why. That's why those people live through. Those are the same guys that go and watch. Sons of Anarchy, buy the shirt, sure, and fucking walk around with their chest ride out, ride it, ride their, like, ride their bikes yeah. with fucking Sons of Anarchy but, shirt on, yeah, and they, get, <laughs> and they get punked by real guys, <sighs> you know. But yeah, Hulk Hogan, the best, bro. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> the best. He can't walk no more, that motherfucker, bro. Yeah, yeah. And that's because he gave his back to wrestling. But it what's so funny is he tried, and smartly, this was wrestling fucking two hundred plus nights a year. So he tries to do not a lot, you know, like back rakes and fucking, you know, all, all the bullshit. Did, yeah. yeah, all the bullshit the Hulk Hogan does, not a lot of moves. But his finisher, the leg, leg drop, drop the, 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 that looks like the dumbest fucking thing ever, but dropping down onto your tailbone <sighs> 250 times a year <laughs> for fucking yep. 20 years. Yeah. This fool shrunk. He was like three inches shorter by like from just compacting his spine. Yeah. Over oh, and over, just, he's shorter. Like he fucking, he said he started off yeah. like a oh, legit six, like, what, six eight. eight six, yeah, he nine? said he was a legit six eight, and now is like walking around like a six five now. Because just damn. from fucking like smashing and gravity gets you too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. shrink, but for sure, his, from compacting his spine oh. over and has had a million back surgeries, and now apparently is walking around rough, like yeah. rough. And this fool still thinks he has. He still wants to be champion of WWE. He, th- he thinks he's got one more match at WWF. Hey, at WWE, and he wants to be wants to be the champion and retire the champion. Steve, are you buying that pay-per-view at full that price? That is the dedication this man has to, to his himself. craft. To himself. To his craft. To himself. He is willing to give up <laughs> four inches of his back to you guys, man. You guys don't appreciate that shit. You'd rather... Uh, you would rather... Pain, hey, man. hey. Uh, yep. You would rather... Yes. Cheer on some backstabbers. <laughs> then the no, guy who's then the guy who's giving up his I, back. I'll, I'll go crazy for it. Yeah, sure. Look it. Come on. I don't want to talk about. I mean, I mean, you play real America right now. You'll see me fucking tearing up, bro. The, the I'll, best. I'll, fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll mark out for but that. But you know, for me, I, I, I have love for. The Ric Flair's, the Paul Orndorff's, the yeah, Ricky Steamboat's, the Tito Santana's, the Hulk Hogan, the Andre the Giant, the Honky Talk Man. The, you know what I'm saying? Even guys now, AJ Styles, mad love for that guy. He's awesome. The British Bulldogs, Brett the Hitman Hart, the Anvil. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Even new guys that I'm watching now, the Lucha Bros. Even CM Punk, seeing everyone go bonkers for him. Like, that's like, oh, fuck it, that's rad. That's the next generation. He's not the next generation. He's a generation above me, and these other guys are the next, next sure. generation. But even, like you said, you know, seeing uh, John Cena 
when he was a prototype. Uh, uh, even the guys that do shit with us on Michelada Rumble, bro. You know, uh, Little Cholo, fucking Mariachi Loco. All these guys that they're putting their their life and in, and in, and in, in, yeah, their life into into a craft. Because this is not just a regular job. You're not punching in nine to five, sure. fucking working. You know, flipping burgers or, or doing construction. You know what I mean? And like you've always said too, Johnny, this is a craft that you have to depend more so on the person that's across from you as opposed to the person, to yourself. Right. So in life, life's wrestling, man. Because you put, you have to depend on someone and someone's depending on you. So what you going to do when the West Coast <laughs> Podcast runs wild on you? Damn, oh, Steve just man. cut a promo on us. That's the best that promo one. that you've heard. Better than any guy on WWE. That's I, one thing that they've lost. Well, they Big script, time. They script them all. Big you time. Know? They don't let people talk from... From wherever, dude. From the heart, yeah, because from the if stomach. they did it, because if they did that, people would fail for sure. People would fuck it up, but also people would rise. You know, like and, 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 and I gotta say, man, like I, yeah, I'm a huge Hogan fan and I'm a huge, you know, Roddy Piper. But like, you know, even even the fucking the, the Ultimate Warrior when he come out super bonkers with this crazy shit. But the Macho Man when he did that cream to the t- you know rise to the top yeah, with the, the cream, cream of the crop, fuck, right? the cream bro, come on, to the top. That I think that is one of the best ones. Because in the same in the same lead up to WrestleMania three, when he gets uh, when he brings a cup of the empty cup of coffee, and he says that this is uh, this is Ricky Steamboat's cup of coffee in the big time, like is this your <laughs> cup of coffee in the big time, and he fucking drops <laughs> and drops the cup of coffee like ah, and the Macho Man. The Vince McMahon and the WWF did not invent the Macho Man. No. The Macho Man was the Macho Man before he showed up. Like, this fool had invented this. And you want to talk about living your fucking gimmick. The Macho Man wasn't the Macho Man when he was wrestling. Macho Man was Macho Man. He was busy being Macho 24 hours a fucking day. Like, this fool. And when, and when Hulk Hogan looked at Elizabeth with those fucking eyes, man. <laughs> Lustful eyes. Lustful. He's a grand. He's a hot dogger and a fucking showboat grandstander. Like, oh my god! But that thing was that's him. Like, and that would never. No one crazy like that would ever wind up in WWF, EW right now. Jesse the Body. Because another one. Well, I mean, and they're all stealing from Jesse the Body and Hulk Hogan are both. Openly stealing from superstar Billy Graham. Oh come on, yeah, hundreds. Like the two people, the two most stolen from wrestlers are Dusty Rhodes and superstar Billy Graham because they were the ones doing. Yeah. They did all that shit. And Rick, like, if you watch early Ric Flair interviews, it's like, oh, he's doing Dusty Rhodes, like you motherfucker. And if you watch early Hulk Hogan, he's doing superstar. He's doing superstar Billy Graham, and his finisher was the body breaker, like the. Uh, the the same thing that Jesse his his finisher was Jesse the Body's finisher. So this fool stole uh, Billy Graham's voice and Hulk and Jesse uh, Jesse Ventura's finisher before he became like Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, but yeah, superstar Billy Graham and Dusty Rhodes are the two. I remember when he from. came back to the w, or came to the WWF when Hulk was there. Superstar came back. Oh yeah, he came back. No, because yeah, yeah, he, he was there. Back, yeah. He was there originally in the seventies, yeah. and that fool was when. No one was super buff. This boy yeah, was jacked yeah. to the fucking gills. Yeah. Or gassed up on everything that they could find. And those fools are all crippled and shit now no. because they had no idea. The steroids are just no. like, yeah, sure, try this. You yeah. know, we don't know. It's like, oh, rah! You know, like, now that shit is scientific. Now, but then yeah. it was just a bunch of bros fucking like, 
Let's fucking shoot Hit this shit. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me. Dude. What do you look well, at? Like Tony Atlas. Oh. Tony Atlas, Rocky Johnson, oh. Superstar Billy Graham. Like these dudes. Superfly Jimmy Snuka was ripped. Don Morocco. Yeah. Don, Don. Dude, the rock. When he, when he became the rock Don Morocco after, because he was a magnificent Morocco. Yeah. And he was pretty buff. But then he became the rock Don Morocco. That fool was gat. He had that big old vein in his shoulder right here. Went bow, 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 bow. That thing was fucking huge. Okay. And then you Hercules had guys like Hercules. Yeah, Hercules. Atlas. Somebody Atlas with the red with the red tights. That guy's named Ted Arcidi. Okay. Ted, the little white with like little greasy white yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was a power lifter. That guy's named Ted Arcidi. Okay. I remember that guy yeah, too. man. I, I have I have his figurine. That's why I remember him. But yeah. But yeah, man. Hey. Not a oh, wrestling good. podcast. Oh, I feel so good to get the scream. Action the figure. Bro. Action yeah. figure. <laughs> Number 48. Bro. D. We, we we went 123 on this mother. Well, 124 uh, now. I'm ready to go. I, I talk another hour about wrestling. Man. <laughs> More than that. D, thank you very much for coming for in. stepping in and let let somebody else who fucking goes as deep as I do. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys, <laughs> to you guys me, go deep. To help me out there in that deep water, I appreciate it. <laughs> Yo, if you ever if you ever watched the WrestleMania where fucking CM Punk fought The Undertaker. Sure, that's a great match. I, I was there, bro. No shit. Nice. Was, that was fucking dope, man. I really thought CM Punk had a chance to fucking beat The He should have, man. I, I think so, like, too. I think to so, him, too. But they, it, it, they should, it should have been him, man. Fucking Vince, fucked Vince, Vince, Vince said no. It should have been him. Take it was gonna give it to him. I know it should have been him. It should have been, but I can't. But I wouldn't. Uh, I like the Brock Lesnar guy. I mean, come on, man. Nah, fuck that. The whole Brock Lesnar thing was fucking bullshit. The, it, I thought it was bullshit when it happened, but then after that, when he beat up John Cena at SummerSlam, after that, like it started making more sense. This fool was just a fucking monster again. Like ah, but that John Cena match at SummerSlam where he just where he but, suplexed but, him like twenty times. That was my. That's a great nah, match. But, but, but Brock didn't. He no. Brock didn't need to be made. I agree. I agree. That he, he didn't need, need to, to be, be made. made. He was already made. Yeah, but Punk he needed that. But man. also, he uh, at the time, Brock Lesnar couldn't lose that match. He had lost like every match he was in for like two. Oh, years. Oh yeah, they were dogging him out. Bro. You know what I mean? He had been losing every match. It was like cool. They're gonna bring him back because that, and that's why it was such a surprise because Brock Lesnar had been. They'd only be bringing him in for big matches, and he was losing it. They, yeah. They're like, oh shit, it's Brock Lesnar. But then whoever it was would beat him. You yeah. know. And so they brought him back to face the Undertaker at WrestleMania. It's like, oh shit, it's Brock Lesnar. He ain't beating the Undertaker yeah. at WrestleMania. Like, he's going to come in and fucking lose. And then he won, and it was just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what was supposed to happen? There's a fit that, like, the, the rest of the, there's, like, there's people that get made famous on wrestling. Oh, that, that black dude? Yeah, just for being in the audience. And there's a guy that after the, after Brock Lesnar beats the Undertaker, he just has this look. On, the camera just goes, and he's just standing there, like with this look on his face, like he doesn't understand what the fuck, like <laughs> what, what, what just happened, and yeah. that, and that fool's famous. He knew exactly what I was talking about as soon as I brought him. Like this fool's <laughs> fucking famous. Him and the Miz girl are the best fucking yeah. audience members ever. <laughs> there was a girl when the Miz won the championship. There was a girl they went up to the audience, and there was a girl just standing there with the sourest look on her face, like, like she was <laughs> furious that the Miz won so much so that the Miz brought it up again and brought put the picture back on TV, like the like the next week, like yeah, this is what I want you fuck all of you guys. Yeah. I, I hope you all look like it was the best. We do have the best fans here on the West Coast Pop Block Podcast live every Tuesday night. Not Scream to mention. On the local music experience. Yeah, that's true. Wednesdays, 8 a.m., 4 p.m., 
now that you got no more unemployment, go get a job. Go get a job, <laughs> fool. No more, no more listening at home. Next week we are on oh, Monday. Special night. What? What? Special night, guys. Yeah, Mar- you guys are gonna be ruling two fucking days out of the week. No, one. just, no, just, just one. only We're- on Monday next week. Yeah, yeah. we can't. Uh. Hey, you got a new job, bro. We can't you know do three or four days. You're gonna be unemployed <laughs> after the week's over. Now next week we have Elvis of Left Alone. He's gonna come in. We're gonna interview him, and he's gonna do a little acoustic set for us as well. Oh, first, first time yeah. ever on the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Yeah, hell yeah, so, be a good show. That's and, why uh, you guys are the best podcast in the whole fucking world. Thank you, my man. Thank Say you. those words. And I'm don't right. forget to check out the the FamCast Media Group from the Dungeon Podcast. Not only that, I mean, you you have like 20,000 fucking shows on there. You have a Limp Biscuit show. You What other shows are you part of? Uh, we got uh, Whatever We Feel on Radio uh, with me and uh, the homie Matt the Rat. Uh, we do, uh, we basically, we cut it back. We cut it down now to an hour. And we're just talking about comic books or whatever. You know, we play some local music and stuff. From the Dungeon Podcast tomorrow, I have the band, uh, the hardcore band Mask Up. And they're releasing their single tomorrow on the show. So it's going to be officially uh, out there tomorrow. Uh, they'll be on the show at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The Limp Biscuit Podcast will be back uh, <laughs> in about two weeks with season two. Ooh, Scribble. Nice. I'm fucking pissed at Fred's Dirts. So I was I, like, I was gonna go watch him. No, I like that D had the news when, when Mario was like, "I think this show is still happening." And D was like, "Yo, that shit is canceled." Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> D no, texted me. You know what's fucked up though, Mario? It's just the promoters are supposed to tell you, and that promoter didn't tell nobody, bro. Fred, that shit was done, bro. With Fred for like about two weeks. Do you know what happened? Is what right after that night when. We went off the air and we were hanging out. You got the email like 15 minutes after. Yeah. You got the email 15 minutes after the podcast ended. That, that, it was done. It was done. Like right after you said it's over, he got the email confirming it. Yeah. It's all right. That's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, this. so check out our, our, our friends on the East Coast out there, New Jersey, holding it In down. D-Rotten. We're gonna have to go invade the East Coast and bring the fucking West Coast to you and see how you like that. There is a there is, and I don't even want to talk about it. But if if by chance I happen to find myself out in that area in the next few months, I will for sure come in and and do whatever podcast you have. There you go for me. 100% 100% to return the favor. I mean, if I'm invited, I'm just inviting no, myself. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? I just figured. From the you know? Podcast, that's man. right. There you go. So, let's do it. Thanks. On that note, we out. Yeah. You. Thanks. Can you still hear me? The number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Coming to you from Big Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up.